2: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We've got to ask Joel Berry about this because he has won a national championship. Uh, he is now an ACC network basketball analyst, scored over 1,800 points in his UNC career, two time NCAA All Tournament team, two time All ACC. So, Joel, neither of us have ever lived the the moment of greatness of winning a national championship have you had any other experience in life that was like this magical like i can't even think of how it felt do you remember how you were feeling like that very moment
0: um yes i was very excited the only reason why was because well obviously we won but Mm -hmm. that last year, I thought you guys were getting ready to mention Villanova this morning, and I was like, I didn't come on to hear Villanova (laughs) again. I'm tired tired of seeing that. That's why I don't like March Madness right now. But, uh, you know, after that shot from that previous year, we just wanted to get back and win it, and it's not easy at all. Um, And so that was just icing on the cake, being able to get back to the NCAA, uh, uh, the championship, and actually win it. So um, I still Mm -hmm. remember just you know the confetti, uh, my parents being there, uh, being there with my teammates, and it was a lot of a lot of crying and a lot of emotions because it was hard work to get back to that moment.
1: Yeah, Jill, you're lucky I have a bad memory when it comes to this stuff, because I didn't even think of that Villanova shot uh, against you guys. So we won't talk about that. Um, Obviously, you went to UNC. UNC is having a great season this year. They're top of the ACC. When you look at the, the roster and the makeup and the characteristics of that team, do they have what it takes to make a deep run in the NCAA tournament this season?
0: They do have what it takes. You look at the makeup of their team. Uh, they brought in really two really good transfers and Cormac Ryan and Harrison Ingram veteran guys. And when you talk about the uh, college basketball, you want to have veteran teams. Um, and these guys came right in and they fit right into what coach Davis and Carolina wanted to do. Um, and then you look at the way that they've won games um, they've won by playing defense but they can also win by scoring hundred points in the game that comes to mind is Tennessee as Tennessee mm-hmm. was the fourth ranked defense in the country at the moment. And they, they hung a hundred on their heads. So um, when you look at the makeup of this team going through the NCAA tournament, you have to win in different ways because sometimes the ball won't go in the basket. You have to be able to play defense. If you can't play defense, you have to be able to play offense and, and score the ball And so this team can win in many different ways, and that's what makes them very successful.
2: Yeah, it does feel like UNC certainly has that extremely top-end potential, but what Mm -hmm. do you think the sabotage factor is for this Carolina team?
0: Um, You know, I think at at sometimes, you know, if they they can't score the ball and their defense isn't there, um, it's just human nature. You know, you don't score the ball, it affects your defense. And if the defense isn't there, then they run into – they run into some hard times to be able to get uh, get some wins. And um, they've had a lot of wins, obviously. But in some of those games where they've uh, they've lost, it has been a lack of, uh, of defensive intensity. So I think if there's one thing that um, that hurts this team it, in the NCAA, it would be if they can't make shots and it affects their defense. That could be that could be detrimental for them.
1: The ACC feels like they're one of the conferences that's a little bit more top-heavy than some of the others. I mean, the Big 12 is, is pretty deep, but ACC, you have North Carolina on top, Duke on top, Virginia, Wake Forest has been better this season. Uh, realistically, how many ACC teams do you think uh, earned spots in the big dance this year?
0: Well, when you look at the ACC versus the Big 12, the Big 12, if you look at what they did in the non-conference it was really it was really pretty lousy because they've they, if you look at their net non conference um schedule strength of schedule it's like in the from the ranges from the two hundred forties to two hundred seventy five um so they really just beat up on teams and that ended up really ended up having them be quad one opportunities and a lot of quad one opportunities when I look at the ACC it's 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 strong uh, top to bottom. Um, And I realistically think that six teams can get in Carolina, Virginia, Wake Forest, Duke, Pitt can be in there. And you can also throw a Virginia Tech because Virginia Tech, they don't have any bad losses. It's just that against really good uh, quality uh, teams, they haven't had any wins. So um, that's where they fall into trouble. Uh, If it was me, I want to see six teams get in because I really do think it's Uh, those six teams are really good and could make some noise in the NCAA tournament. But obviously we go by the net um, and that's just one tool, but uh, you know, as the net and those quality wins, some of those teams just don't have those quality wins that the, that the committee is looking for.
2: Yeah. We're talking with Joel Berry, the second ACC network basketball analyst and former NCAA champ. I think a lot of people nationally look at the ACC and they think about unc and duke but usually there are a few other teams that are really solid that maybe don't get the hype that you know carolina duke gets what's that team this year that is really quality that people should know about
0: yeah i think a team that's really quality is pittsburgh uh you look at this team they in the non-conference they they didn't have a quality win that you're looking for but when you look up the, at the makeup of this team, the eye test, as we all talk about, they have it. They have really two. They have two really good backcourt players in Bub Carrington and uh, Jalen Lowe, who were freshmen. Now they've they've matured throughout the season and they've gotten better. Um, and they have a guy in Blake Henson who uh, is playing as hot as anyone in the country right now. Um, and so you look at the makeup of this team, and they have what it takes to be able to compete in the NCAA tournament. And that's a team that uh, no one was looking for. And now they've all of a sudden woken up the country um, and they've been playing really well here at the end of the season. And that's what you want to look for as you go into your uh, conference tournaments in the NCAA tournament.
1: Joel, Virginia's coming off the terrible loss to Virginia Tech the other night. I mean, they just got the doors blown off of them. Now they're back at home and they host UNC on Saturday. This is a spot that, or a place rather, that UNC has not won in in quite some time. I believe it's been since 2012 that they haven't won at the Paul uh, John Paul Jones Arena. How do you see this game playing out uh, on Saturday between UNC and Virginia?
0: Yeah, just to put it in context, I was still in high school. Uh I was a sophomore wow. in high school. So it's been yeah, it's been a long time. Now I got a I got a wife and two kids and I'm not even playing basketball anymore. So it's crazy <laughs> how long <laughs> it has been since they won there, but um but yeah, I it, it's hard to win in JPJ just because uh Virginia's defense one is very suffocating and they can mm-hmm. lull you into uh, stretches where you're not scoring the ball. And that's just what they do because of the lack of possessions that you have in a game. Um, and you can get, uh, you can get lulled into thinking that you need to get all those points back in one possession and it it snowballs. And next thing you know, you're down by 10 points, which really seems like 20 because you don't have that many possessions, but, uh, Carolina is a different team this year. They can score the ball. And I think that will be the difference for Virginia um, is that they will have to be able to put some points on the board because Carolina can outscore teams. And I know Virginia has a really good defense, but when you have a very talented offense that can score in many ways, they're, they're eventually going to score the ball at a good pace. So for Virginia, because of the lack of scoring that they have at times, they will need to be able to score the ball unless that, you know, when it says 2012 uh, will change on Saturday, if that's not the case. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So you've been a part of a national title team. And as we are looking for candidates of teams that we think can win it all, what's the recipe there? What do these teams have in common? Like a lot of people talk about guard play. They talk about having a good defense that can travel playing good away from home. What do you think are the components of a team that can truly win it all?
0: See, I'm, I'm very biased. Uh, with that, because I'm a guard, I love guards. I feel like you have to have guard play um, mm-hmm. in the NCAA tournament. And y'all mentioned two teams that had guard play in Baylor and Gonzaga. They had very, very good guard play. And that's what you want to do. There are times where you just need to put the ball in someone's hand and say, hey, go get us a basket. Go get go get us a bucket. We need to turn something mm-hmm. around. Um, I think that's, that's very important. But honestly, uh, the thing that, stands out to me that art that my team had that uh kind of goes up under the radar is just a group of guys that love playing with one another and that don't care about who uh is is leading the leading scorer who gets the glory you just have one thing in common you want to win um and i think the team that has that uh and is keeping that goal in mind will be the one that uh that that hank or puts up the trophy at the end of the season but for me, I think you really do have to have guard play and you have to have offensive uh, shot making ability to be able to navigate throughout the NCAA. And you can sprinkle a little uh, defense in there, too, with Virginia making it and winning it. So,
1: <laughs> Which uh, teams this season and across the country, not just in the ACC, do you see that have those characteristics and that you think are viable candidates to win the title?
0: It's crazy because the NCAA came out with the top 16 and I just feel like since then those teams that were in the top 16 have struggled. UConn uh, blasted, mm-hmm. you know, blasted, uh, I believe it was Creighton. I might, I might Crayton, be getting yeah. wrong, but it was Creighton. And then, yep. yeah. And then they come back and lose, you know, the next game. Um, but mm-hmm. when you look at that UConn team, they are so good. Uh, Dan Hurley has that team playing uh, really good right now. Um, just the way that their offense is, they run so many different sets. Uh, they have really good guard play uh, with Tristan Newton and Cam Spencer. Uh, those guys are unbelievable. Um, so that's a really good team. I saw Houston play the other day. I do not, I would not want to play those guys because they play hard every single Possession. It's like one of those. It's like going out on the outside court and playing pickup and no one's calling fouls and you just got to <laughs> deal with it. You know, that's the type of team they are. Um, and I think they ha- both of those teams have a really good chance of of getting um, to the uh, to the final four and winning it. Um, so you look at those are the two teams that come to mind that I've been paying attention to. But obviously, Marquette is really good with Tyler Kolick. Um I love watching him play. Uh, just a masterful with the ball, can get it to anyone on the court. Um, they have a chance as well. Uh, I feel like this year more than ever, I don't feel comfortable with picking like certain schools because I just feel like the parity in basketball right now is at an all time high with the transfer portal.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a different world, <clears throat> excuse me. But also, I feel like the format of March Madness, it's one of the toughest national championships, I think, to predict. It is. Uh, great <laughs> stuff from Joel Berry II, <laughs> ACC Network basketball analyst and a former national champion and most outstanding player of the 2017 NCAA tournament. We don't always get to talk uh, to somebody who knows the stuff like uh, Joel. So thank you for your time this morning. Thanks for stopping by.
0: Thanks for having me and go Hills. Go Heels.
2: Ooh, oof. I went to NC State. Yeah, yeah. Don't love that, <laughs> you don't like but that we will take it. Taking one for the team, for the show. Uh, but really interesting stuff to hear from a former player because we can do all the research that we want, but that kind of insight, it feels really impactful and something that I don't have. So we appreciate him stopping by.